Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 15th chapter. And as soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. And they bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, You have said so. And the chief priests accused him of many things, and Pilate again asked him, Have you no answer to make? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further answer, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the feast he used to release for them one prisoner for whom they asked. And among the rebels in prison who had committed murder in the insurrection, there was a man called Barabbas. And the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do as he usually did for them. And he answered them, saying, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he perceived that it was out of envy that the chief priests had delivered him up. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release for them Barabbas instead. And Pilate again said to them, Then what shall I do with the man you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him! And Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him! So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor James Yonkers, well, dear friends in Christ, today we hear the words of Pilate, and today we hear Jesus' answer. Pilate's question, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus' answer, you have said so. In Pilate's question, we hear the thought of an earthly kingdom. We hear that Pilate doesn't quite understand what kind of king that Jesus has claimed to be. And in Jesus' answer, we hear an answer in which he does not shy away from the truth. We hear an answer in which Jesus does not try to argumentatively defend himself, but here he says simply, you have said so, accepting that he is the king of the Jews, but also making sure that Pilate knows that he is of no danger to the Roman Empire, and that he is not one seeking insurrection, which is, of course, white. They have brought him before Pilate, claiming that he has done so. And just here we start to see the confusion. You see, Jesus is on trial with the Jews for blasphemy, for claiming to be the Son of God, for his teaching, for overturning the temple tables of the money changers. And Jesus is crucified by Rome for claiming to be a king. And make no doubt about it. Jesus does claim to be king, even as in his answer, you have said so, there is no denial. And Jesus is a king, both the king of the Jews and the king of the whole world, the maker and redeemer of all things. But Pilate understands that Jesus is no worry to the Roman Empire, and so he seeks to have him released. You see, he offers up Jesus or Barabbas, and stirred up by the very people who brought Jesus before Pilate, 
they cry out for Barabbas. And Pilate, being outplayed, with no choice, releases Barabbas to the people. But still wanting to free Jesus, he has him punished, planning to release him afterwards. But as the people saw Jesus whipped and scourged, stirred up still by the people that brought him before Pilate, they cry out all the more, crucify him, crucify him. Jesus is punished, but it's not enough for the people. Pilate is full of fear. Pilate shows his poor leadership as he crucifies Jesus, as he crucifies an innocent man. And we ourselves, of course, stand there going, we would have been part of the plot to kill Jesus. Really? We wouldn't have had such poor leadership and been so fearful. Really? We wouldn't have been one of those to cry out for the crucifixion of Jesus. Really? Are we not fallen sinful human beings? Are we not in need of a Savior just as much as those who were there in the court on that day? We make up all sorts of excuses. It was two crowds on Palm Sunday praising him and on Good Friday calling for his crucifixion. As if we ourselves cannot be that finicky. Although it does make human sense. There's no proof for it in the text. And it's only our flaking fantasy. As we don't want to put ourselves in those same shoes and think that we are able to be as poor, sinful beings. As we see those in this story. The weaknesses in the temple leadership. Not seeing the Messiah when he stands before them. And the weaknesses of Pilate, not releasing an innocent man. The weaknesses in the crowds, knowing and praising Jesus one day and calling for his crucifixion the next. But we are but poor sinful beings. And our belief is not a work of our own, but a work of the Holy Spirit. And so we know that we would be right there with them. And we know that by the grace of God, we have been redeemed. We have been saved. Christ Jesus died on the cross to save you and I, and even those people who called out for his crucifixion, even the one who sentenced him to death by the cross, and even those in the temple who sought to have him killed. Jesus died on the cross to forgive the sins of the whole world. As he hangs out there, that is what he cries. He cries out, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And so we thank Jesus for his suffering and death upon Calvary. And we thank the Father for being gracious and merciful to us, poor, miserable sinners. Thanks be to God. Amen.